Welcome to episode 11 of Wordplay Studios podcast, Design on Purpose. We have today somebody who we've been saying is going to join us, and we've got him, Nelson Fiera. Thank you, guys. Thank <laughs> you for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure to be the first guest on Design on Purpose. Welcome to Mwilamba. Welcome to the shack. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome, I must say. And it... it yeah, it wasn't exactly what I, I, I thought it was, you know, when in my head, the shack was something that was outdoors, you know, that like this <laughs> thing that you build with your sink or whatever. And then I come in, I was like, oh, it's actually a room. Okay, sick. Yeah, no, it's pretty awesome. I like it. Yeah. yeah so it's a, it's a bit of a, there's a bit of a story behind the shack, like the shack, this was where we moved into, well, not this version, but when we, uh, when COVID happened and we, Move, we had to move out of our office and we moved into the back shed, the garden shed at our, our house. Uh, we ended up moving into this shack, which looked very much like this. We took all the measurements and then rebuilt it up here inside this room. So Yeah, a lot of people don't even realise we moved. They see the, the videos, you know, the podcast, and they're oh, like, what, yeah. that's a different shack? We're like, yeah, we live in the Willembar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you did a great job. I like it. Yes, yes, thank you. So, um. And uh, thank you for all the work that you've done so far, working with us, you know, getting this this uh, podcast moving and getting all the good clips and content out there. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. And as well, like I've told you guys many times by now, like I'm proud of what you guys have been doing. I think that's a lot of value on this podcast for people. And you guys are just getting started. So the more you do this, you'll become better hosts, better podcasters, you know? So I, I can't wait to see how far can we take a design and purpose and it's just going to keep getting better. Yeah. Yes, that's right. It's so good to have you there too, Nelson. Like it's been really good just to have the feedback and yeah, I, I guess I didn't really realize it was so, so daunting just to get started with a podcast, but then having you there has been so helpful, like in terms of the feedback and just the little iterations that we've been making as we go. And even now, just we've had to obviously reset the shack up to have guests on. So there's all these little learnings and things. And uh, yeah, like you're saying, like we're, we are sure to get better every time and we're definitely committed to... Uh, to, to improving yeah and that, and that's that's why I say I'm proud because everything I have told you that you need to adjust or change you have implemented and you can see then like oh so that's that's why you know? yeah so if you compare episode one to this episode you can see how much you guys have improved and how much everything just continues to get getting better mm. you know so by episode 50 it'll be way more professional than what it is now you know you've been slowly making the adjustments and yeah so it's a, it's a bunch of different things that when you put them all together it makes a difference mm. just like anything in life right like if you if you want to get it in shape it's not just about working out you need to adjust your diet you need to stop quit alcohol you need to quit smoking get a decent rest sleep mm. it's the same thing in in Anything you do in life, you know, same thing with a podcast. You don't, like, it's hard to improve everything at once. But if you do it gradually and continually, eventually yeah. you'll mm. have something that is way better than what it used to be. 
Totally. It's, it's definitely a, a iterative process. Like, and <clears throat> I think a lot of people get stuck with starting a podcast, like we, you know, having, and we've spoken about this on previous episodes about like what level of perfection or quality you're after to get the ball moving in the first place when really you can start anywhere. Right. Like in, uh, the last few weeks of, of I can probably, you can um, empathize with this too, or, or understand like going back on your favorite podcast and watching the original, like the very early episodes and going like, Oh yeah. Like it's actually really amazing to see the progression of, of these, like, you know, cause you can actually see the steps of like, okay, it didn't start off like all high quality or, uh, you know, it, it is really like a process of constantly evolving and constantly iterating and making it better episode by episode. So. Exactly. Yeah. And in a way, uh, I was just having a talk and yesterday we a good friend of mine and we are currently obsessed with how are we gonna become ultra successful not not just in what we do by financial especially financially how are we gonna become millionaires i will be a millionaire it's just a matter of time but also if someone were to come right now and tell me he's a million dollars you have it I'll feel so bad with myself because I'll be like, fuck, I couldn't earn it. It, it had to be given to me. Mm. That will destroy me. I wouldn't accept it. I couldn't accept it. Maybe a couple bucks to buy petrol, <laughs> whatever. But, you know, like, I couldn't accept it. Like, seriously. Yeah. It, it will just be like, there's no glory in that. Yeah. I have friends that they, 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 everything has been given to them. You know, they... They have been millionaires since they were born, just mm -hmm. because they they were lucky enough to be born in a wealthy family. There's nothing that these guys can tell me that they are doing that is gonna impress me. Because in my head, it's like, yeah, it was given to you. Yeah, you didn't work for it. Like, yeah, so easy. That's so easy. If I give you a million dollars, I know how to make exactly two million with that. You know, just invest S and P five hundred, whatever. You know, like there's so many easy ways to grow money when you have money. But when you, when you don't have it and you have to earn it, that's when it tastes good. That's mm. when you, when the, the, the journey becomes interesting. You know, that's a, a story mm. worth telling. You know, when I tell someone my story in years to come with all the things I'm set to accomplish and all these things, and I tell them like, hey, I was an immigrant. I had to start my life from scratch on the other side of the world, had to learn a second language, barely speak English. When I first got there, you know, I, I came with just enough money to pay my rent. I bought a bicycle that got stolen and I wanted to cry because I couldn't replace a freaking bicycle. You know, I had to do all these jobs while I, while I was a qualified dentist, you know, being a bartender, doing, you know, mm -hmm. opening markets at 4 a.m. and finishing at 4 p.m. 12 hours straight, getting paid 18 bucks an hour, which might sound a lot, but in Australia, that's nothing, you know, like... When I tell all these things, dishwasher, bartender, delivery guy, while I was figuring out how to make videos on the side, you know, like when I tell this story, it's like that that's, that's going to be so tasteful. And when you become a millionaire, I believe from what I've hear from the, the self-made people have, have the pleasure to meet that what makes it good, uh, what makes it interesting being a millionaire is having the juxtaposition of looking back and being like, fuck, I was so broke. I couldn't afford this. I would go to a restaurant and I had to keep in mind the price and all these things. 
you know, like, so, I mean, I was telling my friend yesterday, because we are like, we, we're go-getters, you know, and, and I'm so lucky to have someone like him in my life, because it, it makes your journey so much easier when you have someone that is on the same mindset, like, how are we going to accomplish all this, this stuff that we want to accomplish? How are we going to become millionaires? How are we, you know, do, do all these things that sound crazy to most people, you know, and having someone that you can bounce those ideas with and that is also putting the action. It's, it just keeps the fire alive and going. And we were talking about them. We were like, yeah, we're so happy to be in the position we are. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy that I have had to earn everything to be in the position that I am and that I'm still far away from where I want to get. But I, I'm so excited to be on the journey. You know, I wouldn't change my life mm -hmm. for anything like I, my life has been so interesting and it's just gonna keep getting more interesting the more the more i continue to go that's it so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i believe it and it's it's the journey that shapes you too isn't it it's like it's all part of it and yet yeah, to, to be to receive it if it was just put on the table for you you, just, you would feel kind of cheated because you don't get those learnings, you don't get those those teachings, and you and you don't get to overcome those challenges, which kind of, you know, develop you as as a person. Yeah, because what's what's the point of being a millionaire if the millions don't mean anything to you? You know, it's really because money is like, <clears throat> like what's a million dollars? It's just a figure, right? But and 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 even that's a label in a way. Like you know, by the, you know, who knows with inflation and all this stuff, a million dollars. It's a million dollars, <laughs> yeah. even it's that like much money. We should money. probably be saying we want to be billionaires, but. Yeah. Um, but you know, once you get to the million anyway, then it's like, what's next anyway? It's like, a, cause it's not about the million dollars, like you're saying, but it's about what that really means to you mm -hmm. and the knowledge and the experience and the problems and challenges you need to solve and overcome in order to make that a reality for yourself. And like so much of it, you know, like from, from our experience, it's like, you know, the easy part is doing the work. Like if you, if you've got a business or whatever, like for you, I'm imagining it's the same, like, you know, editing, shooting a video, that's the easy part. But like the mental stuff is like the stuff that really holds you back. Right. <laughs> There's not blaming, not having anyone to blame when shit's not going your way, why your, your, you know, bank accounts in whatever situation it is or why, you know, you got no one to blame. And when you work in a company or for someone else, it's very easy to be more in like a I guess uh, play the victim or just kind of pass responsibility off to somebody else of why things aren't, you know, going the way you wish they would. But when you're an entrepreneur and you're doing your own thing, you know, you know that you, you, you get used to just going shit, like this is all me and there's no one that's going to help me get out of it apart from myself, apart from, you know, having good support around you. And that's also all up to you and your responsibility of choosing who you partner with, who you spend your time with, who you, who you give your energy to. It's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a full on process, isn't it? Yeah. And, <laughs> and being an entrepreneur slash business owner, um, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. It's like, it's the hardest thing you could ever do. Cause that means your life and your salary and everything relies on being an entrepreneur and being a business owner and your business and whatever you do, doing well, everything is on you. There's no blame to put on someone else other than yourself. And the minute you realize that, that you start taking ownership with everything that I take ownership for everything. I like, I literally, I could, I could have, uh, maybe a client that comes to me and he's like really shitty cl client, you know, or 
they do something that messed the job or whatever. And I could always be like, it's, it was the client's fault. I don't do that since it's been like three years since I made the decision like, okay, everything falls on me. So even if, let's say, because it, it's so easy, the easy path is always to blame something else. Something else, someone else just say, oh, it was the weather. Oh, um, this person forgot to do eggs. Oh, that person was being too lazy. Oh, I just happened to have a shitty client. He's in a bad mood. Man, when you do that, you're giving the power to that thing or that person over you, you know, so that now they control you. Now, now they're deciding what's the outcome in your life. Mm. Why would you do that? What, how do you get in control? You take ownership. That means you have to make sometimes hard decisions. Sometimes you will have to be critical with yourself and be like, okay, I made a mistake. Why did this happen? Why did I have to, a, a shitty client? Well, clearly I should have seen this before when I was doing the discovery of the job and realized that that client and I w are not a good fit. We're not a good match. So I shouldn't maybe got that client on board. Maybe I didn't do a, the, the right job debriefing and explaining what what the job required. So that falls, there's always a yeah. twist way of blaming yourself. The weather was shit, I should have uh, tried to get a different date. I should have been prepared for rain. There's always a twisted way of blaming yourself, of taking ownership. And that's what I do, like I don't let, and sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you, you run into situations, I'm not saying it's easy. Sometimes you run into situations and people that are fucking difficult to deal with, you know, and they make your life hard because they're miserable and they make other people miserable, you know? So it's, sometimes it's hard, mm. but what do you have to do? You fucking play the game and you take ownership and you do whatever you need to do in order to maneuver. And maybe that might be, you know, getting that person out of your life, or maybe that is, you know, if it's a bad housemate moving out, if it's the wrong client firing that client and moving to the next one, you know, like there's always a, a twist way of taking ownership mm. of whatever you're doing. And always something to be learned through the process too, all, exactly. those, all those things. Yeah, it's like ra radical responsibility. Exactly. And, and I think, yeah, we've definitely had those learnings and especially with branding jobs, you know, they go for so, so long you become so close with the client over the process. Uh, and we're a lot more discerning these days around when, when we do uh, meet with a client for an initial inquiry, a lot of that is also us interviewing them to make sure, you know, is it a good fit? Because we're not, the, the, the way that we work is not for everybody because it's very, very coll collaborative and we do go deep with our design process and, and it can be quite confronting for a lot of people because we, we do bring up a lot of other issues through, through Shine that. Shine light on the shadows <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. So, <laughs> yeah, people have to be ready for it. And, yeah, we kind of have to make that clear early on and set expectations. So Yeah, and when you we work together, what was the first thing we did um, before starting working together? We had well, a meeting. Right? Well, actually, and, and we were doing we were doing jujitsu before that, and you were choking me out. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do remember that one too. <laughs> no, but like we we had a meeting, correct? And yeah. then you know, the, instead of just being like, "Hey, this is what I could do for you," or whatever, or his is how much I charge, or whatever it is, I'm listening to what the client has to say. Yeah, but I need to discover what are the problems of the client. That's one of the best things I pull from my background of dentistry. So I'm a fully qualified dentist. Um, 
And one of the things that we do when you get a patient, even if the patient comes and be like, oh, I really, this tooth is really hurting or whatever, can you fix it? We don't go straight away to fix it. First, we have a look about everything in the mouth. We need to first diagnose. That's yeah. the same thing with almost any creative slash entrepreneur job business that you're doing. You have to first diagnose the person. In that way, first you're building a relationship, you're connecting, you're understanding better what are the needs of the client, and then it's when you can offer what are the solutions or the way you can help, or if you're not the right fit for them. Because you also have to be able to identify when a job is not for you or a client is not a good fit for you and hopefully refer them or you know know someone that can do the right job for them. Um, but but yeah, like you you first have to diagnose. I think that's a mistake that a lot of people do in our industry and like creatives in general and especially filmmakers slash photographers. They're like people come to them, they're like, I need a, a video, a one minute video. Get how much you charge? And they they will drop a fee for that. Oh, I charge X. It's like you you don't even ask why do they no need qualifying. the video? Why what why do they need the video for him first? Yep. You you guys came to me and you were like, basically it was we need something. Okay. So why do you think you need something? And through questions, we realized like, okay, it seems like the best approach for you guys at this stage is to have a podcast. Look where we are now. You know, so and the shack. and you know, and the, and I told you there's so many things that could be done and all this stuff, but it all comes down to what exactly that client mm. needs, you know, and in order to find that, sometimes people come and they don't know exactly what they need. They just know they need something. Sometimes they're very clear. That's awesome. When a client comes and they're like, I'm having this problem, this is what's happening, this is what I need. Awesome. This is how I can help. You know, but most cases that's not that's that's not what happens. They come, mm. they don't know, sometimes they have an idea, but they're too off. They don't know how exactly that's gonna manifest into what you do, whatever your skills are. Um, so yeah, almost anything you can think of, any job you can think of, it first requires that stage of diagnosing, or that's how I call it, or, or, or discovery, you know. Mm. Um, so ask the right, the right questions and, and treat people like a human, like you will like to be treated, you know, like mm. if you yeah. go to a store and you're looking for wheels for your desk, but we're just talking about that. I will prefer to buy from the guy that is coming to me. And when I tell him I need some wheels for my desk and he starts asking, what kind of desk do you have? Why do you, why do you need the wheels? What kind of, what, have you looked at different wheels options? Or why do you need to move the desk in the first you know, place? Th yeah. Like, how's the space look? Do you have a photo of the space? Maybe I can, you know, direct you better. Instead of going to the guy that is going to come, oh yeah, I have some here, 50 bucks. You know, like. Yeah. There's no trust building in that process. Exactly. Like, and it's interesting you, you talk about, like you relate dentistry to business, which, you know, clearly dentistry is a business, but it's not necessarily the first thing you think about, but it's a, it's a great analogy. Cause it's like, you know, you, you kind of lie laying it's back there, laying there. back there with your head back, they're coming out there sounding like you're at the mechanics, just like going into your mouth with your mouth open, you know, and it's like quite scary. And it's like, but if you trust the person that's doing it, you're, you're, you know, you're like, I'm 
This is great. But if you, if you're in a situation where, yeah, if the, the, the experience leading up to that process, you're like, you're questioning, yeah, is this even the right thing that they're doing? You know, these sorts of things. And it's totally the same. That and, is, and that is totally the same with, with a lot of, lot of, um, you know, just kind of qualifying and identifying what problems are in any, any area of life or business. And, and it's a great, I like that, ana the analogy of dentistry as well. It's because when you think about, think about adults going to the dentist, most people hate the dentist. They have all had bad experiences with dentists since they were young and all this stuff. Imagine trying to convince a kid to let you in his mouth to do dental work. That is a challenge, let me tell you. And we had to do a lot of kids when I was studying at uni. You cannot bring a, a kid to the dental chair and be like, open your mouth, let me just drill your tooth. He's not gonna do it. You know, like it's gonna be a war. Before you get to the stage, You need to build the trust. You need to build the relationship. You need to make that kid feel safe that knows that, okay, this guy, I might not like this, but I trust him. You know, he's fun. Nelson always comes and makes me laugh and he listens to me when I tell him my stories and all these things. And he's nice. He's always checking on me. Like, yeah, okay, I'll push through. Sometimes you will have a kid that you will need to force it, you know, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I... I I treat my clients just like that, you know, like mm. almost like if it was a kid, you know, it's like, listen to them, you know, like ask questions, build a relationship and things that you cannot imagine will come out of that. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, we, we definitely felt that way. Like it, we felt so held and, and safe going through this process because you were there and almost I felt even more responsibility to not let you down because you invested so much energy into us and, you know, I wanted to make sure that we're going to commit and, and get going, you know, for ourselves, but even more so because you're there, you know. That's it. Accountability too, isn't yeah. it? And like the way that you uh, approach the, you know, it's like, well, like we call you coach as a joke, but, but it's also like true, you know, like you're like coaching us and, and I'm like, and we can, we can get into that too. because you're coaching from a place of experience too. You're not just like, you don't just magically know how to, you know, create a podcast and things like that. Like you've, you've, you've gone through this process yourself and you're actually passing on that knowledge to us and, and sharing your learning. So then we can, you know, make the most out of what we're, every time that we get in here, we're, we're getting, you know, the most value out of it as possible. So what, what do you want to share a little bit about that? Like your, your podcasting journey and what? I, I, I'll give a quick um, <laughs> a brief of who I am for people that don't know, have no idea. Um, so I'm Nelson, Venezuelan, I'm 29 years old. I've been in Australia for almost six years now and September will be six years. Um, basically back home, I started dentistry, became a dentist, worked as a dentist for one year because of the situation of Venezuela, dictatorship, bullshit and all these things. Everyone is fleeing the country. So at that stage, um, I was looking for options. My mom actually was the one that suggested Australia. Um, it was a country that had everything uh, I liked, adventure, um, nice weather, surfing and all these things. So yeah, that's how I landed here, move everything and move to the other side of the world because of the economy that is so, um, as a dentist, to give you an example, I was making like $80 a month. 
you know, due to the exchange and all these things, it was roughly like $80 a month. That's nothing. In Venezuela? In Venezuela. Yeah. So oh. you, you will, I will be able to, yeah, have a little bit of fun or go out or whatever, but I couldn't travel. I couldn't afford to change my car. You, it's impossible to buy a house. You'll need to wait for your parents to die to get the house kind of thing. You know, like it, it everything seemed like too, too far, you know? And so... Um, I came, it, it, Australia came up um, in the plans. So I came here, I could not speak English. Like it, virtually nothing. Wow. Just, I can't even it, imagine that. It's freaking hard, especially when, when you come to a place where I did have some basic, you know, just because of listening to music and I had some family in the States. So sometimes you, you pick up stuff and we... We watch movies with subtitles, so you kind of have, you know, a little bit of, of ear with it, but nothing for writing. And obviously, I've, I haven't had the, the this conversation aspect of it. So, like, I can't put a sentence that makes sense, you know. And then you come to Australia, and people in here also is very hard to understand it's a different it. English. You know, like oh, as yeah. soon as I, <laughs> I thought Fernando's it was going to be, hello, how are you? Good, and you? There's, how are you, mate? You know, like stuff like that that is... <laughs> Tell you how you're not friend good, Fernando. not bad. Yeah, yeah not bad, good, eh? Don't open the mouth either. Like our friend Fernando, he's Brazilian. He was like, how are you, mate? How's it going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> like it's hard. That. It was hard, you know. As soon as I got here, I'm like, shit, this is going to be a, a, a long journey, you know, and... um. I came here with no one, had absolutely no one, but one referral. A friend that I told her back home, oh, I'm going to Brisbane and all this stuff. She's like, I have a friend there. Do you want me to put you in touch? She puts me in touch with this guy. His name is Sebastian. To this day, he's my best friend, Venezuelan as well, living in Brisbane. Wow. And, you know, that... that Sebastian was a huge impact in that way. Like, I came to... Brisbane to the other freaking side. When I'm telling you, it's the other side of the world. It's literally the other side of the world. And now you're so scared. You know, I come with a little camera that I just bought because I decided I wanted to document more my life or whatever and document this corner of the world, show mm -hmm. people how it is. And with no, with no plan to be a videographer at that stage? N no, 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 uh -huh. not at all. I, I was looking at YouTube. I was like, oh, I was looking at these people that they were making a full-time living. It blew my mind. I was like, how are these people making a living, traveling and doing whatever they want and they get paid for this? Brands pay for this? Millions of people watch this? And something told me I could be doing that. Like I, like they, I have what it takes to do that. But I just bought, invested into a camera. At that point, I've just had a couple of GoPros which I, I learned how to make a video back home, just, you know, like a, how to put a rough video together with my little GoPro, you know, and, and documenting my surfing, taking photos on my little adventures and stuff like that, and I loved it. So before getting to Australia, I bought a, a camera with a microphone. And it was, uh, I remember being in the camera store, and, you know, it was like $500 or something. It was like, this is millions, you know, that I'm putting into this. And it was with the help of my family that were helping me to, to invest into it. And then it was an option with just the camera or the combo with the microphone. 
and it, it was like a hundred bucks different. But to me, that was millions, you know, like I, I need, cause this is part of the money that I'm going to use before getting to Australia. And I was with a friend and he looked at me, I'm, I'm like that looking at the two cameras. I'm like, shit, what should I do? That's, that's a hundred dollars. That's a lot. And then my friend comes to me and he's like, well, I think, I think it's very easy. If you're, are you going to be talking to the camera? If you're going to talk to the camera, like, like a YouTuber or something, you should get that one. <laughs> and in my head was, yeah, I can be a YouTuber. Yeah. So I got that camera, you know, and then after that, I land in Brisbane. This guy that doesn't know me, Sebastian, comes and picks me up. It's the first time we're meeting in person. We have just talked through WhatsApp and he's like, oh, actually, I can take some time in the morning and go pick you to the airport. So cool, you know, because also knowing Sebastian these days, I'm like, he wouldn't do that for anyone. So I'm always puzzled <laughs> why he did it for me. You know, it, it was funny. It, yeah, different stages of life as well, you know, but he came we met and then he's like, you can stay in my couch for a few days. Cause I had some accommodation, but not for the first days. Go stay with in the couch. He helps, he takes me to the bank to open a bank account, helps me get like a phone and all these things. Um, you know, and fast forward, I realized I didn't, it, so something critical happened as well. Like I, I lost um, my best friend back home the week before coming to Australia. So it was one of those moments where the hamster wheel stops, you know, like uh, many times, I think a lot of people are trapped into the hamster wheel of like working, you know, a job they hate, finding a partner that they don't really love, um, trying to get debt and buy a house because everyone else is doing it and all these things, just because they don't have a, a critical moment in their life that stops the hamster wheel to put them in check if that's exactly, if that's what they want to do in reality and it's not what society has put into them that that's what they should do. So to me, losing my friend, my friend was same age, super handsome dude, got girls, got friends, got a lovely family, dentist as well, an athlete, all these things, gone from one day to another, gone. I wake up and my dad is coming to the room and he's waking me up. And as soon as I, my dad has, hasn't done that since I was a kid, coming to the room and sitting down and patting me and then waking me up, I knew something really bad had happened. Next thing, gives me the news, you know, awful weeks after that. And that's a week before I, I, I go into the biggest journey of my life, going to the other side of the world. Obviously that's, that's stuck with me. I don't even have time to process. I need to pack, I need to do this, I need to do that, say goodbye, all these things. So much shit is happening. I land in Australia, there's no time to stop. You know, like I, I, I need to find a job. I have l very little money. I need to attend to my classes. I need to learn English. I need to still train because I need to expel this energy, all this stuff. And but it was one of those moments where I was like questioning everything. Cause then first I said that I started with, you know, like, why do people talk about a God? Where's that God when someone like this guy that is just doing good in the world, it's gone like that. Why is the dictatorships in the country 
still in the power? Why, why do they get to do whatever they want? Why is there people being raped right now as we have this conversation? Why is there people being killed right now? You know, like all these things. And then he gets to take this person. And people like to use the phrases like, oh, he, he, it was time to get him because he's an angel. You know, it's, time. it's like, no, it's just life. You know, like, uh, the, the, I don't know. It's, that's the way I see it. And I respect whatever people want to believe. But to me, it was like first started with religion. And then it started like, okay, let's say that happens to me tomorrow. Because there's nothing preventing. I eat healthy. I rarely drink. I don't do any drugs or anything that's going to kill me. I, you know, I'm very disciplined. I get my sleep, all this stuff. And even then I could die today. I could leave this podcast and get into an accident and die. That That's a reality. Some things are simply out of your control. So if that happens and I get to wherever you go after you die and someone plays a movie of my life and they're like, okay, this is your life. You studied dentistry. Um, that's it, buddy. You know, you went to school, you studied dentistry, made a few friends along the way. Yeah, you <laughs> saw some girls, whatever. Um, what else? Yeah. Oh, you made it to Australia, but you die now. You know, like, you know, it's, a, and I look at it, I'm like, I was okay. Let's say now that I got to live way longer to 90 and I got to pursue dentistry just like, I planned and all this stuff, and I became the best dentist in the world. I accomplished everything that it was to accomplish in the dentistry field. And money's not a problem. I have dental clinics around the world. Everyone in dentistry knows me. What are, would that be a life that I would be proud of? And the answer was no. I was like, no. Like, uh, what? How boring. How freaking boring. That's what I did. No, take me back. I need to restart, you know? So, so to me, like that, that was the moment that made me question everything around my life. Okay. What am I doing? Why am I doing this? Why do I want to be a dentist? You know? And then you start going back. When, when did I make the decision to become a dentist? Oh, wait. So the system is, is what fucked me up. So when I was 17, I was pushed by everyone around me that I needed to decide what I wanted to become for the rest of my life. I needed to decide by 17 years old what I was going to study because you're going to university. And if you don't go to university, everyone thinks you're going to fail. Everyone thinks you're going to end up in the streets. Everyone thinks that you're not worthy. Everyone, every parent will be like, oh, Nelson, no, don't get it. No, no, <laughs> just stay in here because Nelson is lost in life. He's, he doesn't even know what he wants to study. That's the reality. That's how people look at you. In, at least in South America in general, I don't know in here. Um, and then, you know, it's just like, okay, so clearly it was pushed to me that I needed to make a decision. I was sucked at numbers, all these things. I saw my cousin, uh, he was making a lot of money and everyone loved him in the family. He was very charismatic and he was a dentist. That's why I chose dentistry because to me it was like, okay, if I become a dentist, I will become something like him. People will care and the family will be proud and whatever. Um, so when you start piecing it, like breaking down piece by piece, then you can make adjustments because now you understand. Now you have it, it. I saw the movie, this might, this might sound stupid, but I saw the, the movie uh, Matrix recently. I haven't seen that movie ever. I knew what it was about and all this stuff, but I'm ne and I never <laughs> saw the, 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 the actual movie. I saw it like a few months ago and that's, that was the perfect analogy an explanation to what this all is about. 
like the way I've seen life for six years now, that movie made it so clear. It's such a good example. Once you see the glitch in the matrix, once, once you see that everyone is trapped in this thing and just a few people made it out, you, you, you have to make a decision. You either stay in the matrix or you find a way out. I've been pushing to find a way out since, since six years ago, because I realized like, fuck, everyone around me pushed me to become a dentist when that's not exactly what I was put in this earth to do. That's not what I want to do. That's not my passion. Yeah, I, I'm good at it. I'm, I'm happy with it. That doesn't mean you're, I, I was unhappy doing this dentistry. That's what I tell people. I was pretty happy with it. And I was, I'm, I was nothing but great at dentistry. That's, that's the reality because I put in the work after coming out of school, I sucked at school. I was very average, just getting by. And eventually I realized if you actually apply yourself and you put the hard work, you can be at the top. There's nothing that can stop you. Like the, when you, when you go to university or school, it's not that hard to be at the top. You just have to continue to put the hard work for a long period of time. And that's it. That's what I did. And I came out of best number six out of 200 people. The only man in the top 10 of the entire 200 people of my promotion of dentistry, you know, and, and, but you know, that, that's why I say like, also I wouldn't change it because doing that dentistry was what got me here. So I don't regret it at all, but I realized that the system it's clearly fucked. Like uh, the, the system is not right for everyone. It's not right for me. It might be right for someone else. But once you realize that there is a system put in place to keep people average, you have to make a decision. If you either stay in the system or you get out. I made the decision six years ago that I don't want to be average. I want to accomplish shit that is more bigger than me, that I want to accomplish whatever dream and goal I set off to do, because there's nothing that can stop me. I literally started with no English on the other side of the world. And I've earned my place here through hard work. I get paid to do what I love and I'm, I will become a millionaire. There's nothing that will stop me from, from getting there. And I will provide for my family, for my sister, for my partner, for my friends. I will show everyone that comes from the same place or even worse than me, that anything is possible. I'm not the prettiest guy. I'm not the smartest guy. I'm not the tallest guy. I'm not the strongest. I'm not the fastest. I'm, I'm, I'm nothing special. There's nothing special about me other, other than I will be the hardest worker in the room. That's it. I will outwork anyone that is on the line, on the line to get to where I want to go. That's, that's it. Like, you don't need to be special. A lot of people think like, oh, there's something special about me or whatever. There's nothing special about you. What about Tom? What about Rick's? What about, you know, all these people? What about the, the guy that is the little kid in Indonesia, you know, that it just survived drowning from a tsunami or whatever, you know, he's special too. Everyone's special. You know, like there's nothing special about you. You have to create a special life for yourself to separate mm -hmm. from, you, you know, being trapped in the, in in the matrix with, with everyone else. Um, so yeah, basically that's how I got to understand that I didn't want an average life. And I made the decision that I was going to do everything in my power to get to 
whatever I want to go and whatever I want to accomplish. And, and I, I, when I say I want money and I want to be a millionaire, it's not just for the sake of money. Cause this is another thing that the system does. When you realize this, a lot of, a lot of things will change the way you see money and the way you see the world. What's the story we were told most people? Money's bad. You don't need to want money. If you want money, that's bad for you. That doesn't look good. Greedy. Uh, you know, like Shame. you're too greedy. You shouldn't think about money and all these things. And it's like, mate, everyone that is a millionaire is living a great life out there <laughs> and they care about money and they learn everything about money. You know, and I used to be like that. I used to be like, oh, you know, I don't want money. And, you know, I don't. And then uh, when, when you get the, it's, it's almost like getting a new set of eyes. When you get the new set of eyes and you're like- The glasses come off, yeah. Wait, what? I was just telling that my friend yesterday as well, man, like, do you ever think that some people, rich people, whatever, or people with influence and power, they almost live in like a different dimension than all of us. The rules don't apply to them. You know, if they get a fine, if I get a fine today, that will almost ruin my day. I'll be like, freaking out, I made a mistake, you know, and it, it might be $200, whatever it is, 300. And you're like, fuck, I'm so stupid, why did I do that? What does a, a rich person happens when they get a fine? Like, oh yeah, pay it. I'll steal speed or whatever I want to do, you know? They, it's, it's, part, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like things don't apply to them, yeah. you know, COVID. It's just an expensive living. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, like- um, Driving fast cars. <laughs> pandemic and all this stuff, they, they, Countries are closed. Some people are still flying on the jets and all these oh, yeah, things, you know, yeah. like. Well, yeah, there's a whole, there's, a, there's, there's, there's millionaires and then there's people, you know, then there's billionaires and then there's, you know. People outside the next this, layer. that live outside <laughs> the system. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I want to live outside the system. That's why, um, that's why I'm on the path. And, and it's also not for me because in the end, we're all dust, just like my friend. We're all going to live unfortunately at some stage it might happen today it might happen tomorrow it might happen in the next month mm. who knows we all have an expiry date and that's what makes it fun as well that you don't know how long you're going to be able to be walking on the floating rock you know so because imagine if i tell you tomorrow you will be gone in a month that will either destroy you and be like what's the point i don't want to leave i don't want to do anything because i'm dying anyways or it will make you act in outrageous ways, you know, and do stupid, silly things. Cause you're like, no, I'm gone in a month. I need to do all the stuff that, you know, I haven't done being able to do. Makes it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what makes it fun is not knowing how long you're going to be here. And that's why mm. you need to, that, that's why I put importance in the things that I do every day. Yeah. So I know, I don't know how long I'll be here, but I tell you something since I made that switch, um, from pursuing what society wanted me to pursue, to pursue my passions and the things I, I, I believe I'm here to do. My life has changed to and, and presented opportunities that mm. I never couldn't even fathom, you know? And if I die today, this is a thing that I come back almost every week. If I die today and they play my movie till now, would I be proud of what I've been doing and the things that I was set to accomplish. And, and, you know, like if I look my movie till now, it had a massive change in the past years. I can tell you I'll be in peace because that guy there with the hat every day was waking up at 5 a.m. to pursue the thing that he loved, regardless of how many people doubt him, regardless of people call him 
crazy of people told him that he was not going to accomplish some of the things that he was said to accomplish or whatever it is. I will be so damn proud of that guy because he went against the current and he did everything for what he was believing he was here to do. So do I want to die? I don't want to die. I, I'm, I'm still very far from all the things that I want to do. I want to do a lot of good in the floating rock. I want to be a provider, like I say, not just for my family, not just for friends, but for people just like me that they needed a role model or someone to show them like, hey, anything is possible. So I want to link a lot. I want to live a long life, a long, healthy life, because that's the other thing. When you start breaking it up, a lot of people get to maybe success or financial freedom or whatever in, you know, broken. You know, they didn't yeah. take care of their sleep. They drink too much or they have some sort of bad habit that kills them in the next three years. So they didn't get to enjoy accomplishing all this stuff. Yeah. I want to get there in the healthiest way possible so I can maximize that. I'm trying to get there quick, as quick as I can. But just because I want to maximize that having all all those tools, because in the end, that's tool. Money is nothing but, but a tool. That's it. Um so, so yeah, basically that's who Nelson is. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, well there, there's, I guess, um, I'd like to know, and, and for people out there, I guess, like what have you, what, like since arriving to Australia, like uh, you told some of it there, but like what, what journey has that taken you from until Vibes Creative right now, which is your, your, your company, right? You know, because you said you landed with a camera and we we mentioned that you have some podcasting experience. You've mentioned YouTube too. You know, there's a few different, and, and dentistry, there's like so many different like kind of parts here. You know, how did, how, how are you now where, where you're at with Vibes Creative? So first thing, the first thing when I, when I got here, it was, that's why it's very important to be clear with what you want in life. Because I realized most people like me, they were, and when I say like me, like immigrants, they, there was a group of people that were very distracted. So many distractions in Australia, like uh, pretty people, all this stuff, like partying and all uh, access to drugs and all this stuff. Um, there's a lot of freedom. People are very open-minded. So it's easy to lose track. You know, that I've, I've, I've got yeah. to see a lot of kids of 18, 19 that came from different countries that they were just- Well, Aussies too, man. Yeah. Everyone. Completely lost, you know, just having fun living in the moment. Luckily, I came here with 23. So I had the parties. I had all the, all the fun stuff I did when I was in university, when I was back home. So when I came to Australia, it, it was time to work. It, like I saw this, this is my only chance to earn a place in a different side of the world. And as soon mm. as I came here, I, I, I fell in love with it. I'm literally, I, I remember vividly coming on one of the first days I arrived in Australia in Brisbane in Kangaroo Point, the little lookout that overlooks the entire city. Man, I, will, I, I cried. I was like, I can't believe I'm here. Nobody knows me. The, nobody <laughs> literally knows who I am. I, I don't even know anyone here but Sebastian that I just met and I get to build the whatever I want to do. I can become anything I want. So to me, you know, that, that was a day that I, I can always remember vi very vividly, you know, because it, it felt like a blank slate, you know, like I can do anything right yeah. now. 
So Freedom. It, and and the first thing was like, okay, if I wanted to me, the biggest thing first was earning my place here, getting a residence and all this stuff. How am I gonna do that? Well, first I need an English because if I don't learn how to speak English properly, we couldn't be even be talking right now. We wouldn't be friends because you couldn't communicate with me. You know, I, I if I want to fit in this society, I need to be able to communicate with that society. So I literally, okay, I'm not gonna leave with anyone that speaks Spanish. I'm not gonna spend too much time with people that speak Spanish. Um, you know, like I, I force myself, okay, I'm, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna start reading books. Um, I'm gonna watch movies now with the subtitles in, in English, all this stuff. I'm gonna do just jobs that require me to speak English, I'm not gonna work with anyone that speaks Spanish. So I slowly were working through it while figuring out that I loved making videos. Mm -hmm. And outside, I saw all these people, like I said, all the YouTubers and stuff. I'm like, I'd, I could be doing that. I feel like I could show people on the other side of the world how is life in here, in Australia. So I started making like silly YouTube videos, no much intention other than sharing how's life in here and what am I doing here and my family to see them and friends and whatever. What, what years did you start doing this? 2016. 16, okay. Um, so I started doing that at the same time I was started working in hospitality, all these things, um, making just enough money, whatever, but I wouldn't party, I wouldn't, like very rarely. But when I first got here, yeah, I did a couple parties here and there because it also, you know, you get wrapped into the English school because a lot of people just come for six months a year and they just want to have fun, you know. Um, so I went to parties, but I will go and not spend a single dollar. Like I, I will go to when it's free to entry, I will ride my bicycle so I wouldn't have to catch a bus or whatever, and then leave early enough to wake up early for either work or make videos or learn how to how to put a better video together. Um, eventually I've saved enough money to buy uh, you know more equipment, all this stuff. And I just kept doing my YouTube videos and eventually someone said, sent me a text like, hey, how much you charge for videos? I'm like, what? People are gonna pay me for this? Someone's gonna pay money for me to make a video. I, I love making videos. Why Why would you pay me for it? You know? And it, I, I charged for that $100, my first video. That, it's crazy when I look back into it. Um, and probably, I went and did the video. That person probably got the best, best $100. It felt so good. It felt so good. And I was getting paid 18, 19 in hospitality. So it was almost like, fuck, that was like more than five hours of, of work, you know, and I, I just got paid by using my camera. What? And that was so much fun. I don't have to break my back as well. We compared to hospitality, yeah. people, uh, an angry, miserable manager yelling at me for silly stuff. Like, you know, um, so that was already like a big milestone for me, like understanding like, holy shit, I can make money with this thing. So I just kept getting better, better. Then, you know, another $50 job happened, then another $100 job and another and another. And eventually I saved enough money just to be like, I, I, I was seeing all these guys traveling with cameras and documenting their travel. I'm like, I wanna do that. I wanna know what that feels. So I went traveling for around Asia, went to Europe as well. Um, I did a big trip and I did it with my camera and I filmed everything and took photos and all this stuff. And I started sharing more of what I was doing. Eventually that landed me 
like a job. Someone was like, oh, hey, we need a job here. So, you know, we need someone to travel here and do a video. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. You know, so crazy stuff started happening because of pursuing my passion. Um, eventually, it, I came back and remember, like, every time I went travel, I needed to quit my place where I was living because I couldn't afford rent and be traveling. And also because of my visa, I couldn't travel for as long as I wanted, especially my passport as well. I could go for a set amount of time, whether it's three weeks, one month, depending on, on how uh, um, what exactly was the, the time frame with classes and all this stuff. But I would quit all my jobs and then grab my camera, my best friend, and we went traveling. And then I'll come back, no home, nor anything, just my back clothes, my camera, my computer, and find another place to live, get in a room. Same thing. We did that like three or four times. And I, I remember my, so my best friend traveled with me, not Sebastian, another one, Pili. And she traveled with me to every trip. And when you find someone, like a, a friend that is a ride or die, I remember so vividly, I was like, fuck. I, I want to travel so bad and I save some money. I can do it right now. There's nothing stopping me two weeks, three weeks. And I'll look at him, but I had to quit my job because it, it, like it wouldn't, they wouldn't accept me, especially in hospitality. Like if my biggest asset was that they would call me at any time and I would go work. They could call me anytime. I was working from Monday to Sunday and I had a couple of different jobs and, and they knew. We need, when we need someone, we call Nelson. That guy is hungry ass. You know, he will come and he will get the job done. Yeah. That, that's why they love me. But if I, <laughs> at any point, I was like, hey, I need to, uh, I want to travel. They were like, there's no job for you then, <laughs> you know, like because yeah. someone else will take it and it doesn't work, especially in hospitality. Oh, yeah. They're super busy in December, holidays and all this stuff. So I'll look at my friend and be like, should we go to Japan? And she'll look at me and be like, what, what do we do with it? We quit. <laughs> Man, and we did that like four, three times. That's That taught me that you can always restart, that you shouldn't be afraid mm -hmm. of restarting, you know, because every time it was scary. It was never, it never got easier. Yeah. I just got braver, you know, because every time I'll look at my bank account, if I go travel, we're going to spend somewhere around here, here. Um, that's not even accounting that eventually we need to come back find accommodation we need to leave our stuff with some friends all this stuff like all the hassle that comes with with traveling and but i still did it and i'm so happy i took all those risks because that told me a lot about filmmaking travel filmmaking um creating content on the go um showing people you know what i was doing um traveling also helps you reframe everything that you think you know mm. about life and learning about yourself and all these things that, that are, are very deep and and you can only learn almost traveling mm. and then came back same thing always the same thing going back to hospitality and working how to figure out the video side of things and eventually pandemic happens uh, I was doing fairly, so just before the pandemic, um, I was, I, I said, this is what a lot of people fall into this trap. They're like, I'll save X amount of money and then I'll quit my shitty job. And then I'll pursue mm -hmm. my passion and all these things. I was in that trap. I was like, I'll, I'll save $20,000 or whatever I said back then that I was going to do. 
and I was very far from it. And then I'll quit my job because that will allow me to afford my living for like a year, two years, whatever, and figure things out. Eventually, you make plans, but life has different plans to you. Something, another um, life-changing moment happened. I lost a very dear person of mine back home, a family member um, that was very important in my life. And I literally, I got the call. My mom tells me, I break down again, and it's another moment to stop the hamster wheel. Okay, why am I waiting to get X amount of money in the bank to quit these shitty jobs? Why, what, how long can I go with the money I have right now? Okay, it was like three three months, something like that, or, or maybe a bit less. Um, what's the point? Like, what, what's going to be different? Because now if I keep waiting, maybe my dad dies in the, in the next six months. Maybe something that I get run by a truck, you know, whatever it is. There's, there's no perfect time. The, the perfect moment doesn't exist. You will make plans and life will throw something at you that we're not expecting. I remember literally I got the call, sit down, broke everything down. I'm like, okay, clearly I need to take more risk. I'm the, the, that's it. I need to make yeah. the jump right now. Call my manager, same same day. <laughs> and I crying, I told her what happened. And I said, I need to quit. I need to pursue my passion. She was crying on the other side of the phone. Oh. She was uh, the best manager I've had to this day, because I'm never planning on having another manager, <laughs> but, um, but she was so lovely and she, she knew that I, like I was set to accomplish this thing of making a full time with videos. And she just started crying and told me, I understand. And I wish you the best with it. That's it. Next day, I just became my own boss, you know, That's like, the... so, and, uh -huh. and, and you don't, you don't think about it that way. Cause in my, in my head, it was like, I'm going to make videos but I'm not realizing I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a business owner now. It, it never clicked and took a while for me to click. So next day I'm just moving my ass, posting as much as I can so people know that I'm making videos and all this stuff. Eventually I got a few jobs here and there, making a little living, pandemic happens. Everything goes to shit and guess what? I don't get support because I'm not a, an Australian. So I don't get money from the government. My housemate is chilling. He's like, oh, pandemic, yeah, awesome. And he's getting money. He's getting paid to stay at home. You know, like me, I'm just draining my savings. Literally, I think it was like more than six months without a single job. I was like draining everything. And waking up and just doing cheap um, grocery shopping, had to cancel every, like everything. I was trying to spend very little money on my living just because I was like, I just need to wait. This, this will happen eventually, this will happen, things will get better, whatever it is. It wasn't quite like that. And then my, you actually met my friend Maddie. My friend Maddie, we happened to meet through another friend doing a job, actually traveling and making videos and all this stuff. And we, we just connected super well when we met. And I, it, we were talking one day and he's like, you should move down to the coast. That was my plan. Cause I, I never, I knew Brisbane was just a stepping stone. I'm more like a outdoors person, yeah. beach kind of stuff and all these things. And he, he said like, man, what better time than now? You don't have clients right now. You don't have work, whatever. Like there's nothing, 
my best friend Pili, she left the country as well. So it's not really anything that is attaching me to Brisbane. And he said, I'll get you to live with me and I'll give you a month free rent. With that month free rent, I managed to buy a very cheap car, the car that I still have to this day, because that, that car is, is the most reliable thing <laughs> I've had to this day. It's just as reliable as me. And you know, <laughs> like, um, I moved down to the coast with him, with, again, starting again from scratch, not a single client, just Maddie and maybe one more other person that I met down here. And that was over two years ago now. And still waking up every day by myself, being, you know, figuring out all this business kind of thing. That's even then I still didn't understand I was a business owner. Um, and eventually, again, things, things start happening. People are saying, like, oh, can you do this job? Yeah, I can do that. Can you do this? Yes, 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 yes. Word of mouth, all this stuff. Um, and eventually I had to find a different place because also like staying with my friend was to be a stepping stone as well. Um, moved out, just started pursuing my passion like crazy. Like I, I've worked the past three years, man, like I've never worked in my life. I swear like it hard, way harder than anything anything else I have done in my life. Cause also you wake up, you were mentioning the mental aspect. That's the hardest thing. Put in the work, that's easy. But get, forcing yourself every day. I wake up at 5 a.m. every day. Getting out of bed, the reason I do it is because first it keeps reinforcing my discipline. Second, at 5 a.m. there's nobody that can bother me. Everyone is asleep. Third, it gives me a mental edge above everyone else that is pursuing the same thing that I'm pursuing. Cause I'm not the only one that wants to have a successful business or the only one that wants to be a content creator or the only one that wants to be a millionaire. There's another thousand Nelsons out there that just like me, that look exactly like me, that have the <laughs> same capabilities as me, that they want the same dream. The teeth might not be as nice though. It might not be as nice. They might not even be wearing a hat. You know, they might not have my accent, but they want this very bad. So they're, right, they're putting yeah. the hard work. So yeah. if I wake up at five, that gives me the mental edge. Like small fuckers are still sleeping. I'm here putting the work, you know, I'm, I'm here in my chair. I don't want to be here. I want to be in bed. It's not like I'm excited to get out of bed, but I'm doing it anyways. And you know, so like, I've been, dude, it has been nonstop. And I can tell you the first year, nothing big came out of it. You know, two years, maybe a little bit, but now, now things are paying off. And that's, a, that's, that's why also like you have to play the long game, you know, in my head. And I, I had someone recently that came to me and she was like, we, we know each other maybe from four or five years. And she's like, oh, so you're not a millionaire yet. Um, you're, you're. You haven't accomplished the things. Where are the, the million subscribers? Where are all these things? And she told me all this stuff. And, then, and I'm like, oh, good. I'm still on track. Yeah, that was, that was a great reminder. I'm so proud of myself that I haven't derailed, that I'm still on track. And the <laughs> reason why you will never be a millionaire and the people around us right now won't, won't be millionaires is because they're, they're lost. They're, they don't even know what they want. They don't have a clear mm -hmm. vision of what they want and how are they gonna get there? And that's fine. 
and it might take me a month. It might take me five more years. Mm. I take me 10. I'm prepared for the long term. I'm here. I say I want to be a millionaire before 35 and all this stuff. And it's very realistic at this, at this space. It's going to happen. If it doesn't happen exactly how I want it, because like I said, life has different plans and I have to wait longer. That's fine. I'm here for the long term. I'm not going to die any soon. Yeah. If I keep taking my, care of myself, I'm, something yeah. might change that, but I'm doing everything in my power to be alive when that happens and, you know, make sure that happens as fast as it can happen. Well, yeah, you, that, that's definitely something you like, or I reflect on anyway. It's like the amount of times you want to give up in, you know, when things get hard, but you just don't, you know, you can't, there's no, there's no other option, but, um, you know, but that's why so many businesses fail. That's why you, like you were saying the podcast, you know, most don't get past seven because once you get going, you know, shit never goes to plan and never goes, you know, the money doesn't come when you need it or when you, you're wanting it or expecting it, everything, you know, and that's what, that's just what life's about, you know, and business particularly <laughs> when you take responsibility for everything that you're doing. It, um, it's not easy. It's like really becoming, um, you know, it's, it's like a whole nother way of living a whole, a whole different yeah. context. And people that aren't living in that context, like if they're your family or, you know, partners or friends or whatever, they just don't understand. It's like you're talking it's different a, languages. There's no, <laughs> like it's make or break, isn't it? Cause you wouldn't live your life any other way. You, you kind of, if you're passionate about something and you're, and you're set on something and you've got the resilience to get up and, and get on with it, no matter what gets thrown at you, you're going to be successful at some point because mm. it's just, it's just a matter of time. It's, it's a numbers, you know, you're showing up, you're putting in the work, you're building the relationships, you're making the sacrifices. So every time you, you do that and you build that discipline and you flex that muscle, you're, you're putting the odds in your favor. So yeah. it's going to happen. Man, if you, if I don't know a single human that has dedicated his life for five years to a single thing and hasn't gotten nowhere. Yeah. There's none. If you, I, I, I can assure anyone watching this, if you are passionate about tables and you <laughs> commit yourself to learn everything about tables and do tables and keep practicing and meet other people that are doing tables and how are they succeeding selling tables, how to reach the right market for tables. In five years time, I can assure you, you will, you will have something. Whether it's that some tables sold, some money out of it, a massive, the biggest business of tables in the world, whatever mm. it is. But to me, it was just like this, it, it's, it's just one plus one. If I wake up every day at five, I put in the work, I mean, that's why there's no way I seriously think like I'm so far ahead from most people that make videos like me. I'm not saying I'm at the top because I clearly have way to go and, and people that I need to catch up and whatever, but I'm above most of the people in my industry already. How can not how can that not be true when I wake up every day at five and the only thing I do is freaking make videos. I'm, a, I'm either shooting or editing or networking or learning or starting the game, my craft. How can I not be great at making videos? It's, it's, it's literally, make, it's, and, it's like someone passionate yeah. about it more, more so probably as well. like, I guess other people are passionate about it too. But when you've got that like fire and that like, 
like it's like same with us it's like you just you know we love what we do (laughs) so much we won't let like it's just like not it's just what we do you know it's like it's no one's going to take it from us and we're going to go and make it happen for ourselves as well you know it's like it's that kind of mentality or it's just but it's natural when when you when and everyone has well i believe everyone has that like something within them that is that for themselves whether it whether it's a job or or or, um a hobby you know something that actually is like what they love, like you do without getting paid, you'd spend all your time. You're just genuinely curious and, and inspired to just learn mm. and develop in this, in this field or in this way. And it might not be forever either. It might just change, but it's like, you know, everything kind of it leads you to the next. It's, um, it's, it's, you know, not, you're like you're saying at the beginning of this, it's like the system doesn't, doesn't tell you that, you know, at school or whatever, it's like get a job, follow, you know, base, base your, uh, your life on your parents or, or, you know, you know, whatever, whatever bar is, is uh, set for you. And um, there you go. That's your parameters of, of life. But if we're all taught, like, you know, what are you, or actually if, if school or life facilitated you to discover your passion and your purpose and what you really are here to do with your life, because everyone is here for a reason, you know, imagine what kind of world would be created, what kind of business would be getting done you know, what, what kind and of state we'd be living in. I think allowing yourself or giving yourself permission to play, like that's something that we talk about often too and it's like being forced into making a decision early on before you've even had an opportunity to do a scan or explore or to try things and work out what you like or what you don't like, you know, you're going to end up on a path that is is not really suited to you and, you know, mm. more more times than not. Yeah, so. and it's, it's like – and. And just going back to like being so hungry and like passionate about something and alive, it's like being alive though. Like if you're living in a, in a tribe or something, you know, you're, you're out there, like you need to hunt, you need to gather, you need to, you know, look after your <laughs> environment. True. A fucking storm's going to come rip through the village. You got to repair that shit. You're like living, you know, you're, you're taking, you're, you are living in responsibility with yourself and your community. We don't live like that anymore. Everyone's just like hanging Comfort. out. Yeah, comfort, everything's comfortable, cushy job, nice paycheck, easy, you know, go home, scroll, whatever, um, but never really tap into like that real essence of being human. And that's kind of like what entrepreneurship or starting a business or whatever you want to call it kind of facilitates or like, in, um, you know, brings out in somebody is that like survival like <laughs> mentality which is like natural to us as humans you know we're here to so like and not surviving like oh just trying to survive it's like surviving you know like living thriving thriving and and living in this like harsh environment but like working with it to you know man i I seriously believe that anyone that is thinking like oh i'm actually here just to for the ride or whatever (laughs) you should seriously question your life why, why are you like that? Why are you so lazy? Why are you don't want to get stuff done? Why you don't want to accomplish? I'll tell you why, because you're scared. Because if you set out to conquest, to, to achieve things that are bigger than you, that's scary. It is. it is very scary. When I had to make the decision to jump. And people tell you it's not going to work. You know, it's scary because you, people even tell you the odds aren't 
in your favor. Mm. You know? Everyone questions you, that. and they got to prove you wrong. Yeah, everyone as well. Because guess what? Everyone is trapped in the freaking system. So if you talk to someone that is trapped in a nine to five that they hate, they chose the wrong partner, and now they have a baby to them, and they feel like they're fully um, forever attached to that person, and they li- their lives suck. When you come to them, you're like, "Hey, I have this dream, and I think I could do it. I, I want to do this, and I want to become a millionaire." I went, "What is he gonna sell? What is he gonna tell you?" He's gonna tell you it's not possible. He's gonna laugh because he's reflecting. Like, yeah. He's like, "I'm not doing it. Why would you do it?" You know, like, uh, like come back to the comfort. Yeah, yeah. 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 Stay in real life, buddy. Whatever, and your yeah. real life sucks. I don't want your real life. And, and this is another thing. Like, <laughs> like, why, why do people? I never understand this. Why do people? Listen to people that they don't admire, they don't respect. Like so many people, they mm. they 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 get all moved and and mad at um, when someone that is a loser, a literal loser, comes to them and be like, "Hey, buddy, you're not gonna accomplish anything," or "I hate you," or whatever. And they're like, people are soft. Like you were saying, a lot of people have found that in these first world countries, a lot of people are so soft. Play they down. can't. They can't take a hit. They can't really take an an, an insult or, or just yeah. move on. Leave the person. Yeah, he's miserable. Clearly, something's not going well for him. So just leave it. You don't even need to waste your precious time on it. Go work. <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things. Like and and people that take advice from losers. You're like if they they. they st- no, I did this because my friend said that I should do this. I didn't pursue my dream because too many people told me I couldn't do it. Okay, who are those people? Are they millionaires? <laughs> are they super successful? Do they seem happy? Do they seem fulfilled? Are they hungry? Are they have better habits than you? Do they train harder than you? And then the answers are no. It's like, why would you follow that <laughs> advice? Yeah. Why would you have a podcast and hire someone to tell you about a podcast that hasn't done the work of yeah. a podcast? That sounds stupid, right? Why would you hire a personal training that is fat, that is overweight? That sounds stupid, right? It's the same thing. Why would you go to someone talking about your dream with someone that has no dreams yeah. or is not working for anything in even close to what and you ba- want to and achieve? Basing your decision of, of their opinion. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's it's stupid. It's silly. Like that. I don't talk about all this stuff with with anyone. I'm in fact, I don't have many friends these days. I used to be a, a person that used to make friends with everyone. I can tell you, I know a lot of people. I meet a lot of people. I do my best to network and all these things, but I don't have that many friends. And the people that are in my life right now, I've crafted my life so carefully. You need to be so diligent with everything around you, with your environment, with the people you let in. This is all your space, your energy, what you consume, what you listen to, the kind of conversations that you have. Everything has be has mm. to be in line with where you want to go. Otherwise, you're going to get derailed. Otherwise, you're <laughs> going to get distracted. Otherwise, you're going to get stopped. It's going to happen. And it's going to take takes the wind out of your sails. Like, in a, you know, it happens so easily too. Like, that's why you, gotta, you do have to be so careful. Like, because if something, ha- you know, if you got a... a, a friend or somebody that's messing with your vibe you know your vibes like it takes so long to build your vibe up and it was so easy to get it get it uh messed with you know mm-hmm. destroyed or, or just totally you know unstable and it's just so yeah it's so important like and, and same here like well over the years you know um you know your friend groups change so much because you change so much and you start to 
you know, position yourself and attract people or, or, or um, in, uh, intentionally, you know, go over here because here is not serving you any longer. You know, these people, this per- person or this job or this relationship or whatever, you know, you got to, and that, like what you're saying, you know, that's the scary part. It's like yeah. letting go of all this shit that you're like, is part of your identity, but you know that like your real identity still exists. Like the potential is still over here and you want to keep pursuing that. Don't be stuck here. And, and it's this, yeah, it is a, a, a con- constant yeah. process of going, fuck. It's the right, ec- it ecstasis. Go. It's the shedding of the lobster skin. Exactly. It's the, exactly it's the changing, right. it's the changing. Well, Mari, I was saying this to Mari. Oh, we were talking about something like this the other day, Mari, and, and she said, oh, it's called like the changing of the table. You know, you're stepping up from one table and you mm, want to go and yeah. sit at another table. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the gap. Once you start, once you start working so hard on yourself, once you start improving yourself, because the, there's also this is the other fun thing about life. There's no limits. There's no, they, I will never get to a place where I'm the fittest I can be. I'm the smartest I can be. I have all the wisdom in the world. I have all the money in the world. It's an infinite, (laughs) it's an infinite game. There's no, uh, there's no limits. So there's so much, there's always a next mountain to climb. You climb to the top and you're like, oh, that was so hard. Oh, that's the next peak, you know, that I'm set on my journey again. So, and you, and that's, that's how I am. That's how I think that's how you can maximize life. Cause whoever gets to the top of a mountain, they're like, oh, I'm done. I'm camping here. I'm telling you, your life is going to be boring as mm. fuck. It's going to be shit. That's it. Cause it like, that's, there's no fun in that. The, the fun of life is Challenge. always looking forward to a next conquest. You have to have some sort of small balance. Cause I don't even like saying that you, you need balance if you want to be a overachiever because any overachiever doesn't have balance in their life. <laughs> They're completely unbalanced. And We've it, heard that a few times too, haven't we? I've never been called anything apart from balanced. <laughs> you, you, you know, like it's, so it, you, you have to, I work insane hours. I, I, you know, I stay home working in my desk or whatever. And in, in insane amount of hours every week. Why? Because I, I'm set to conquest. I, I'm here <laughs> yeah. to accomplish things that are much bigger than me. If I don't do this, somebody else is going to get there. You yeah, know, so yeah. that's, that's how it works. So you have to, you have to be very careful with the people you let around you, the kind of conversations, the kind of things that you listen to, you know, like, like how do you spend your time? How do you, you know, everything makes a difference. And once you start improving yourself, you start creating the gap between you and people around you. And eventually what happens is the gap gets to a point where it's so far ahead that you have nothing to relate with those people other than sharing memories. And yet when I see people from my past that, you know, we got to share moments together, whatever, we'll have a laugh, it will be fun, it will feel good, you'll remember everything. You're like, oh, true, I didn't remember that happened. Next day, I'm back to work. Yep. I don't live in there. You know, like, uh, that's it. Like, uh, that's it. And we I know how unfor- that is, yeah. un- Unfortunately, I can't have you in my life. We, the gap is too big. I'm too oh, yeah. far ahead. Yeah, it's I'm- not even really a question. You just, not, you just don't you just and, do and other things. And mind you, yeah. that doesn't mean that you have to treat them like they're less than you. That's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that my friends, that they want a normal life or whatever. They want to just get married, have a nine to five and have a kid, whatever, go to church. That's a bad life. I'm just saying that's not for me. 
And I'm saying there's a lot of people out there that they don't, they're not okay with that life. They just don't do either, something yeah. about it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. So my thing is, if you're happy with it, man, if you if you're killing it at your job, um, if if you're stoked with the person you're sharing your life with, if if you're being a, a great friend, um, you're fulfilled with your life in general. Awesome. Keep doing that. If you if so if you're whining, if you're complaining, then fucking take some action you know be have the courage to face whatever it, it needs to be changed and if you need a video you call vibes creative that's <laughs> it man i always feel so pumped after talking to nelson it gets me so fired up <laughs> i hope it is i hope it does yeah definitely well, well that's definitely the what we've valued what we we value about your um I guess service, but like a working relationship. Well, you as a person, yeah, yeah. really, it's like you know, you don't just bring to the table, uh, like, like the the video or the podcast production or whatever. You, it's like strategy. It's like it's like you know, coaching. It's like raising the bar and getting there, working out how to get there together. And that's really what what um will or is separating you from the rest of the you know, the other Nelsons without the hats. And and, and and when you realize, when you realize nobody's going to save you, you were saving, you know, this is scary and, and all these things. And you're like, shit, uh, uh, like no one's coming. Nobody's going to save you when you're being an entrepreneur, when you're being a business owner, you have to be your own hero and becoming a hero and accomplishing what you, whatever you're set to accomplish. It requires a plan. It requires strategy. I always, I, I thought for a long time, I'm going to be so good at making videos that, that all everyone's going to come to me for videos. And you know, I'm going to be so well known, but that's very difficult to accomplish. You're better off having a plan in place of how are you going to make that happen? not letting it in the hands of, of, of life. Cause life that as we, like everyone knows has different <laughs> plans. So life might not be playing on your court. So you better have a plan. And, and for the longest time I was like, I'm going to be a millionaire by just making videos and people coming to me until I realize this is not happening. I'm not getting there any quicker. I need to have a plan of how am I, gonna be rich how am i gonna be become a millionaire you know which is, and i'm talking about this because that's my next big move first it was getting my residence that's out of the way now it's like okay i want to be a millionaire now that's my journey right now and just like the residence it's gonna happen mm. that, that's it it's, i believe it's gonna happen yeah it, it will it's gonna and, happen like, and, and like i said a lot of people will, will be surprised eventually people that maybe know mm. me will be like oh how do you get there? Man, I've been saying this for many years. I'm not going to be surprised. You know, like uh, to me, it's just going to be another Tuesday. Yeah. Like, yeah. Awesome. Uh, okay. What's the next? So, to climb? so what does that look like for Vibes Creative? Um, you know, in terms of your vision with the, with the business itself, do you see yourself growing it into like a team? Is there like, are you, what, like what are you wanting to be known for? Is it for video? Like I, I know you're, a craftsman and you're, you're very much about high quality cinematography and really amazing storytelling. You know, what does that look like in, you know, by the time you're 35? A, a bias creative, <clears throat> we, we exist to tell exceptional stories. And the mission is to support businesses, individuals in translating their unique vibe into extraordinary films. That's how, that's how we plan to cool. accomplish that. Um, I see Vibes Creative as one of the biggest 
video production businesses that there is, um, is a team of people that are committed to, ch to share unique stories, exceptional stories in a way that is very compelling and impacting and engaging. And that helps the, the reason I, I, I call it vibes creative is because I always talk about the good vibes. Like we were <laughs> yeah. talking about that. Uh, I genuinely believe that wherever you go, you're carrying a vibe that it, it has happened to everyone that you come to a place and there's someone that has a bad energy with them and you can feel it almost from a mile away. And they come and they're just whining, complaining. And it's it's like a sickness. It, that energy goes to you. And, and then you're like, oh, I feel like complaining too. And I feel like, you know, like the life is shit and things are not moving. And yeah, this, this food is taking too long and silly stuff. How different it is when someone comes and he's super hype and he's super all like go-getter and he's like, we can accomplish anything. There's no limits and all this stuff. How different is that? <laughs> yeah, How heaps. good do you feel after that, right? Yeah. That's so also contagious. That, that's, that's, that's a the decision. The self-talk. You need a good self-talk. Yeah, and that's a decision you make. I, I generally believe that's a decision you make every day. You either choose to be good vibes and, you know, be uplift and be, you know, not letting anything in the world to defeat you. I saw your note on the toilet. You have a, a note for yourself on the toilet and which basically says that you, you're worthy, you are a hard worker, that you can do anything you want, right? So it's the same thing. It's reminding every day, it's having that little note and that little reminder that you, you can be good vibes, regardless of what happens, because guess what? Bad things are gonna happen every day and you have virtual or no control of it. So just choose, choose to deal with it and come out victorious, regardless of what are the circumstances. You know, I feel unbeatable. That's how I feel since the past, especially the past year. I've worked so hard on my mindset, on my, on my physical um, and capabilities and my skill, on my craft and all this stuff that I'm just like, man, it's all timing at this stage. I'm ready for anything. It's literally just timing, that's it. And I've been getting, the business Vibescreator has been getting a lot of momentum in the past months. And when you get momentum, momentum is the most powerful energy in the world. Once you get momentum, you you need to keep going. It's like when you surf, when you surf, you paddle, paddle, paddle. It's gonna be hard. You're gonna, it's gonna suck. You're gonna swallow some water. You're gonna have to duck dive under waves. You might get dragged and all this stuff, but eventually you will get to the lineup and things will start getting a little bit better. You start getting a, a better position for, for the waves and all this stuff. But there's more people in the lineup. You're not the only one and you need to give priority to people. So. And that to me, it's almost the same as life. Sometimes it's just not your time. You might be prepared, you're ready, and it's, but it's somebody else's time and you need to let it go because it, it, it never does good to get in front of someone on the wave. They will get mad at you. You will make an enemy. They're like things are, and you're not going to enjoy that wave anyways. It's the same with business. You don't want to, you know, mess with somebody else's dreams and all this stuff. Mm. Focus on you. Eventually you will get a wave because guess what? If that person gets the wave and the next one, the next one, eventually you, you'll be the only one in the line. You're up. You're up. That's yeah. it. The, the, the wave is coming. Once you get the wave, you a lot of people, and this happened to me in the past, and that's why I'm not letting the ball drop anymore. Yeah. 
Because I, I, I got to a point where I had some success with my social media, had some viral videos going on, all this stuff, bunch of new followers. And I was, guess what? I got complacent. I was like, I, I got too in the moment. I was too like, oh shit, finally the moment arrived and all this stuff. I was so hyped and I was, I completely derailed. I started focusing on the wrong things. And I was like, that's it. We made it. That's it. The, the, everything is just going to keep going. Guess what? The wave just, the just lasts for a yeah. bit. That's it. Then you have to paddle back again. <laughs> so that vibe spirit has gotten a lot of momentum in the past months. And man, I'm just riding the wave as long as I can, because eventually it will drop and you will have to paddle back. Maybe sometimes you ride a wave and guess what? The next wave comes faster because now you're better. Now you you have experience behind. So you know that if I paddle that way, it's going to take me longer than paddling this way. And then you can maneuver better to position yourself in a, in, in a better spot to get the wave, you know, ahead mm -hmm. of other people. If you go surfing, have, have you guys, do you guys surf? I don't, but Tom does. If you, you've, you surf. Oh, yeah, a little bit. A if, dabble. She's <laughs> very surf boats. It's yeah, body surfing. Similar stuff. Surf boats. <laughs> if you go surfing, guess what? You see the the same five dudes getting the most waves That's all right. day. Yeah. You're like, how does he get the wave again? And then he goes and he paddles next to you. And, and you're like, no, no, this time I will get the wave. He goes again and again. Why? Because they're experienced enough to know where to position themselves. It's the same with business. Not getting tired. They're using, you know, all the all the little intricacies exactly right. to actually the 20%. leverage themselves. Yeah, Managing your energy is everything as well. Knowing how long can you go? Because that's very different for everyone. You know, I'm still trying to figure out how long do I actually do deep work? You know, because, yeah, you can wake up at five. You can get your eight hours sleep and work all day and whatever. But how many hours were actually deep that you got? Mm. things accomplished you know because you muck around sometimes you get you need a little break sometimes you know you need to cook you need to wash whatever it is so i'm, I'm still and those in between moments can be some of the most valuable parts exactly you know, where you actually reflect on work is you know especially if you if you are doing deep work if it's like you know working in something editing a video for us you know doing working on a design or something and you just, you know, get so absorbed in it. But then when you walk away and you take that, that little mm. break, it's like, you know, something that's when the, the neurons tasks. align. Yeah. Changing tasks. Yeah. You'll be, you will be doing the dishes or something and you're like, Oh, Rick's in the shower. You're always having shower yeah. thoughts, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And go and going, Revelations. Back to, going back to your question. Cause I haven't forgot. I, I'm, 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 I have a good memory. So going to, the back to, to the About question the of what are you said to a company yeah, oh, yes, yes, yes. and all this stuff. Um, I want to take Vibes Creator to the spot where it's it's a team of people that believe on yep. the mission and we're, we're so passionate about telling stories that we're helping everyone translate the unique thing that they do. I don't care if you're, you know, a, a tables business, if you have a podcast, whatever it is, as long as you're passionate about it, we can help you translate that into visuals for everyone else. Because the vision we have is that we envision a world in which everyone's passion has a visual voice. That's what, what I wrote about it. And basically through my skill, I can show people what you are passionate about. Cause sometimes it's very difficult for to articulate for people. Like I'm passionate about coasters, you know, but, and someone sees a coaster and they're like, why are you so passionate about that? That seems so silly or so simple. I can tell you through my skill, I can make that coaster look the most interesting skill on the planet, you know? So that's where we said 
to accomplish to and eventually work with brands at top level brands you know that whether it's nike whether it's apple whatever it is that's five grid but i want to build it to a place where i'm just making sure that everything has the seal of five squared that everything yep. is up to the standard mm. yep. i'm hoping that this is the year i'm if everything keeps going to the space it seems like this year i will need to start putting together a team you, you're gonna need to rally all those other nelsons that are out there i already have <laughs> someone on the lookout and and you know that's one of the things i have learned because i've been even though it's not right now the time but it's it's going to be very soon that mm. i need to bring help i'm already starting the game how do you hire someone why why do you need to look for someone to you need to be prepared because they, they, they that's why when you have a clear vision of what's going to happen you can strategize you can make a plan to get there so now i know okay i need to start getting help and and get people on board how am i going to spot those people what do i need to yeah. look for in those people you know i'm i'm learning about the, the, everyone i could and i ask people as i ask you you remember i asked yeah, you like bitch. hey have you worked with other people what what do you guys what was your experience on all this stuff just like that i've been asking every other entrepreneur business owner that i know that has hired someone i've been listening to ultra successful people what do you need to look what is and the biggest thing is finding you said it nelsons basically what yeah. you said is finding potential people that have the potential to be you know whatever is going to fit well within the yeah. team yeah i think the values is a really important one you know like you've mentioned like it's so impressive that you've got that purpose mission vision and it's so on point because a lot of the time that gets done you know not not in the right way or the things get used interchangeably and you've you've really nailed it there and so i think you know you've got that clarity there and then you know bringing people on i think as opposed to hiring people around their skill set because you know you can always learn the skills or, or build people up uh, but it's around the value and and it sounds like you have a lot of value around around the quality of the work you know that and and what you're producing the relationships that you have with people how you interact with others and have you articulated your values at all and in and, and put them down guess guess why i have written down all these things that now are so easy for me to express to other people after your podcast oh wow <laughs> after you you guys talk about purpose if you haven't listened to a podcast you should that, that i'm i'm not joking when i when i told you guys it i've told you a couple times that i think this platform you guys have and the knowledge you guys have are very valuable and anyone if if you're listening to this point cuz it's been a long conversation i'm sorry i've been talking a lot but i'm hoping <laughs> okay. to create an impact for anyone that's that's my mission coming here you know making um an impact for anyone listening to this cuz i know there are people that just like me they just needed someone to give them a push or, or someone that you know will tell you anything is fucking possible you know just put the work and believe in what you're doing and surround yourself with the right people and all these things and it will happen um we've got it on the wall somewhere what's anything that? possible where is it anything possible oh, it's yeah. a flying pig up there oh, yes yeah exactly <laughs> so anything's possible you said the ceiling i i told someone recently like they were like oh the, like you said so i've been putting like heavy um deadlines with myself and the work i do you know i try when you guys need an episode i try to deliver as quick as i can you know and and as soon as i get another job i try to deliver as quick mm. as i can and all this stuff 
even though in my terms and conditions, I have that for most jobs, it will take up to two weeks. Sometimes it can be more depending on what exactly it is and the scale of the job. Even though I have those conditions, I could be lazy and I could be, no, I'll get it done but the, you know, when it, the time's come. I still try to get it done as quickly as I can. Because, why? Because I wanted my clients to know that they can count on me, that I'm responsible, that I, I, you know, I deliver when I said I'm going to deliver. Have I missed any deadline that I told you? When I tell you no I'll deliver way. something, I deliver. This, I know you will. I know this you week, will. I told you I'm, I will deliver tonight. I didn't deliver any, uh, most of it. I, and Sorry, I delivered most of it. But next morning, I told you, next morning you'll have everything. Next morning you had everything. So what am I doing here? I'm building a reputation, not just with my client, but with myself. Because the biggest thing is building a reputation with yourself that you are a person that accomplished everything they said they're gonna accomplish. Yeah. That's why most people don't accomplish what, what, whatever they want to get in life because they don't have a reputation with themselves. They don't believe they can do it. My, my, in, in, someone told me in the past days, like, I listen to you and I'm like, why are you, why why are you so certain that you accomplish all these things? And I and I, I know you will. That's the thing. I believe you that you will do it. But I I don't I can't do that for myself. And I I I, I don't I don't feel like I I can do. I I'm not in that mindset yet. Guess what? I built a reputation with you because with that person as well. Every time I had told him uh, told her I I will do something, I do it. So now if I tell her I'm going to literally swim tomorrow to Venezuela, she will believe it because <laughs> I've built a, a reputation that I'm a person that says what he does and does what he says. Yeah. And in my head, there's this literally nothing I cannot do. And I wasn't born like this. I wasn't thinking like this six years ago. I wasn't thinking like this three years ago. But I have built a reputation with myself that when I say I'm going to do something, I just do it. That's it. When I make the decision, okay, I'm going to be in shape. I'm going to learn uh, how to strike. I'm going to, you know, become a millionaire. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm putting the work. That's it. The decision is made. That's why I'm very careful with what I say I'm going to do. Because once I say it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. That's it. There's no turning back. I might fail. I'm, I might not get it right on the first go. I might give something that is not completed, but guess what? Because this is the other thing. This person as well told me, you're, I think you're setting too many unrealistic expectations with the clients. So eventually you will let someone down or you will let yourself down or whatever it is. And I said, it's not that it's unrealistic. It's that I need a better system to make sure all these deadlines are yeah. fulfilled. I'm sure I can deliver every job as quick as I can, whether it's a week or whatever it is, if I build the right team. So that that's what is the next 100%. step for Vice Creative, making sure I have a system to to fulfill the deadlines that I have with myself. Because to me, is it in the end, it's 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 about the everything translating to every other aspect of my life. If I fail at delivering something when I said I was going to do it, that hurts me. If I tell someone I'm going to deliver um, X job tomorrow and I don't do it, I'm going to beat myself up. I'm going to be like, you said you were going to do it. You didn't do it. So you clearly did something wrong during the day that you couldn't accomplish yeah. that thing. Yeah. It's the same thing, man. Build a reputation with yourself. And guess what? A lot of things are going to happen after that. 
And eventually you might need investors. You might need, you know, someone that supports you in something. You might need a relationship or something. Do you think someone um, that if someone that is lazy has a reputation of being lazy with you, comes to you and he's like, hey, mate, I have this business idea. Are you going to even waste your time no on supporting way. the idea? Or or if they say, I just need you to borrow to borrow some money and I want to get you as an investor. Are you even going to consider that? No, because that guy has a lazy reputation with yourself. So it's the same thing for you. I have a reputation with myself that I'm unbeatable. I do what I what I say I'm going to do. And I, that translates to my clients, to people around me. And man, that like I said, there's no ceiling. I told this person, like... It, you cannot tell me something is not possible. Like as long as I have my my two hands, my will, my you know this courage that I have that I keep feeding. Because that's the other thing. Some days you wake up and you feel like shit. You don't feel like doing anything. I don't. I'm not excited every day to make videos. Sometimes I have to do the tedious stuff. But guess what? I'll get it done. I know it's just a stepping stop and it needs to be done. It's part of the process. People think that when you start pursuing your passion, life is now is, is, is pink <laughs> and rainbows. You know, every, yeah. everything is so good. Everything is easy. No, when you decide to pursue your passion, life is going to get hard, buddy. And guess what? You now don't have the salary. That thing that is, it's, it's a wonderful trap for people to have a salary. Having a job is the easiest thing on the planet. You show up, you do whatever is required from your job or boss or business to do, and that's it. You're yeah. gonna get paid. It's like you 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 just need to do the bare minimum as well to like to, to just pass the point of not getting fired, exactly and you're good that. to go. <laughs> that's it. You literally show up, and you get paid on time. Sure, you should. They're not gonna <laughs> fail to pay you. You know, like show up, do the job, whatever they require you to do. Be decently nice. That's it. You go home and you're getting money. When you decide to pursue your passion and be your own boss and have a business and be an entrepreneur, guess what? I don't know how much money I'm going to make next month, next week. I don't know if I'm going to have money to pay my living, rent, all these things. Things change so rapidly. But also, th don't think about the bad side because it's so easy to see like, I don't know if I'm going to have uh, more money next month. But I also don't know if I'm going to make $100,000 next month. Yeah, it's it's equivalent. We like as a, as humans, we love going to the dark side. We love thinking in the negative. You know, we love underestimating. We love we love going to, uh, what if things go wrong? What if I pursue my passion and nobody cares and and I don't accomplish anything and I don't make money and all this stuff? What if you do? What if you go pursue your passion and you make a living and you get paid for it and, and you build something you're proud of and you're fulfilled with life and you change people's people's lives and you live a great life because you decided to pursue your passion? That's what what that's what my head is at. What if? What 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 if what if things go well? It might not, but I will deal with it. When you start framing everything with with, with that lens, you know, mm. positivity, it's man, it's like the things are that you can accomplish are unfathomable. Unfathomable, yes. Unfathomable? Yes. Fathomable. Forgive my, Fathomable. my spelling. No, that's, you're that's doing hard, great. I can't believe you couldn't speak English six years ago. That's a hard one. And that's yeah. and, and the thing is as well, it's like there's not one thing that's going to make this all the difference anyway. It's like constant 
uh, solutions you have to constantly be finding, right? It's a mindset change. It's like every decision you start making needs to be in line with the solution rather than the problem um, that's, that, that could happen. And that's all it really is at the end of the day is just the mindset. How are you going to think about something shapes the whole way that you perceive reality and then that shifts the way that, you know, the, the things that start happening to you because you're thinking, you know, a blind, if you're blind to the, the solution and you want to focus on the problem, the solution is right there as well, but you're just not even seeing it, mm. you know, and it, and it is, a, it's a tricky pro- process again. Like you get kind of programmed to not look, um, you know, these sort of, it's almost like a survival mechanism in, in a way, like in terms of finding solutions to something. Cause it's like, if you want to keep living, you know, what, what's the solution, come up with something, create, you know, you're a human being, like make something happen to, to shift the situation and get yourself into a position where you can actually make another, make another move, you know? And, um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, full, it's a full on process. Like. And, and you nailed it right there. Your, your program because everything has programmed you to be the person that you are right now. But guess what? You can reprogram yourself. Mm. You can take full charge of your brain, of the things you consume, of the people you surround yourself with, and what kind of job you do, and how much money you make. You can take control of all those things. There's nothing stopping you. Yeah. I'm not saying it's gonna happen overnight, because becoming the person that I am today has taken me 29 years, you know, like, and, and it has been a lot of work, it has been a lot of building, And then you have, uh, no, that's, that's not what I was meant mm-hmm. to build. You have to scrap that and start again. And, and, but if you don't give up, eventually you will get somewhere that you're proud of, somewhere that you're happy. Yeah, this is, this is the path that I need to be going. And yeah, I, I think this is the right one. We'll see. Um, but yeah, like, man, it's, it's, it's compounding as well like you said you know it's it's little things little yeah. things makes difference that's why i'm very careful in my life in general you know and with details and stuff like that and that comes from dentistry too because decay and and getting a to- <laughs> tooth pain guess what that didn't happen overnight that doesn't happen overnight that happens over months that you know you have a bacteria you you It didn't have the good habits, the good cleaning in between your teeth. Maybe you weren't flossing and all this shit. And eventually you get a decay that is deep enough that gets to the nerve. And that's when it hurts. That's when there's no way back. Now you need to get a root canal done. It's going to cost you money. It's going to be painful. It's going to be a bad experience, all this stuff. Why do you let it get to that place when you could have just been flossing? It's the same thing with anything in life. Like I'm very careful to, you know, And, and like I said, I'm, a, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm far from it. I'm continuing to work and there are things that I'm able to spot more because the more you work on yourself, the better awareness you have. So you, I know some of the things that I fail sometimes to do. You know, I'm, I'm weak with sweets. I might not smoke or stuff, but I love a sweet thing. And if I, I, have, had, I have had moments in the past where I, ah, oh, just another, just another waffle. You know, just another thing. Yeah. It was Nutella at some stage as well and all this stuff. And eventually I was doing it every day. You know, and eventually I was doing it every day. You need to have the awareness to catch yourself when you're doing something that is hurting you, you know, and be able to make yeah. the, the right decision. I don't want to quit sweets. If I could eat everyday sweets, I would do it. But I know it's not doing me any good. It's not advancing me to where I want to get. So... You have to be able to make the the hard decisions because nobody's gonna do them for you. You know, same with business and same um, 
with anything in life. 11th episode, first episode with our guest, Nelson from Vibes Creative. If you want to uh, find out more about Vibes, where do, the, where do we send people? Yeah, so uh, we're on Instagram at Vibes Creative with Z, B-I-B-E-Z, Creative. Um, same thing for the webpage, www.vibescreative.com. Um, I'm on Instagram at Nelfalife, N-E-L-F-E, Life. Um, yeah, the, the, like my hope with these things, and, and like I said, I know uh, I can get very passionate about <laughs> all these things and, and talk a lot, breaking down, but I want people to understand, you know, like what, why do I think this way? Why, why um, am I set to accomplish things? Because if I tell you the whole story, you will realize like, okay, this guy is nothing special. This guy didn't, you know, it's not that different than me. He had probably, if you're listening to this and you were born in Australia, I tell you, you had a better head start than me. That's a guaranteed already, you know? So if I can't make it and I get, can't get to this mindset and I will become a millionaire, like uh, remember this when, cause, and I'll also, I'll have a massive platform and all this stuff. So you will see me around. It's like, you will know it's no accident. I bet, I bet, there's nothing happens by accident. Mm. You need to mm. have a plan. You need to implement it. You need to be very careful with the, your environment and how you craft your surrounding and your life to get to the place you want to go. A, a boat that sets on a mission to find land might get lost on sea. If you get, if, if you know the destination, if you know where you want to get, you can make different decisions along the way to get to the land and, and, and the island you're, you're looking at. But if you don't know where you want to go, you're just going to get lost. You know, you're going to land somewhere else. So be very clear with mm. your vision and <clears throat> where you, you're set to accomplish. Work on yourself. That start with, I always tell people, start with, with physical stuff. I think, I think when you start with building discipline and training, first, you're going to feel a lot better about yourself. You're going to build confidence. Do martial arts. I highly recommend Oof. everyone to do martial arts. Same and here. It, 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 Love it. I swear. I was trying to convince everyone. You I convinced somebody convince last night to last start. Night. <laughs> she, yeah, she said she's going to come to the gym. I'm like, all right, let's go. You, you won't regret it. That's yeah. what I say. I'm with you. I think everyone should experience what martial arts are. First, it, it, like even if you if you think like, oh, I don't want to do this long term, at least you're going to get some learning on how to defend yourself or what to do in a situation that is, is maybe not a good situation that you're in. Because yeah. unfortunately, sometimes it's not what you want. It's what uh, the wrong place at the wrong time. That happens. So... Martial arts are a great way that I could talk all day about martial yeah. arts of how much we'll they, have to do they, a part they, two on, on you know, martial arts. But yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Just, just start doing something. I highly recommend doing jujitsu. I think it's the best martial art to get started. Eventually learn as well how to strike and all these things. But martial arts will give you a tough mindset, will help you be relaxed under extreme pr pressure. If you can deal with a guy choking you, I'm sure you can deal with a client that is being picky or annoying or, or something not going right with your business. Um, keep getting smarter. Keep, keep, yeah, be, work on yourself. This, that's the single best investment you can do, working on yourself. That's the investment that will give you the most return over years. Over yeah. la your lifetime, what's going to make me a millionaire is not being able to make pretty videos or high-end videos or anything like that. It's the it's Nelson. Nelson is what's gonna make me a millionaire. Yeah. So and and yeah. in saying that, having the 
um, coaches or people to help guide you on that journey too. Mentors. Mentors that you invest in, whether it's in your business or in your personal life, you know, like that is so, you know, th that's it. It's like instead of investing in a holiday or something, which is also important too, but like invest in someone that's going to give you the, that's going to also help you get to the, 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 uh, the place that you're wanting to get and help you make that leap and, and, and do that in a, you know, with their, their experience, their, their experience, that's what they do for their, you know, that's what they're passionate about. So that's also very, um, yeah, super, super relevant in terms of self-work. And if you're working on your business and you want to take things to the next level with video, you know who to call now too, right? So. Only if you want yeah. the best of the best, <laughs> that's, that's right. it. And, but only and, bring the good vibes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, and, you know, there's so much to say ab uh, about that in general, but yeah, man, I, my hope is that, there will be someone listening to this conversation that mm. this is, this might be a pivotal moment in their life because they will realize a lot of things that are just bullshit. You know, like it's just part of the system that they get you and they program you to be average and all these things. You can choose to literally escape the system. I'm doing mm. it. I'm making a living with my passion. And I cannot tell you how many people told me that I was being stupid, that I should have been a dentist, that dentist is going to make me more money and, and that you should do this because people like this. And uh, I'm telling you, I'm, <laughs> living, <laughs> I'm living in a dream. I'm like, I swear they the people I have been able to meet the stuff that I've been able to accomplish, the money I've been able to make, everything has been outside I could ever imagine. And, and even, you know, I was looking at some financials and stuff um, from the past year and all stuff, and it's nothing compared to wanna, wh where I want to get. But I made that for myself. I made that job for me. Nobody get made that for me. I went out and I hunt and I gather and I did all the hard work to get there. You know, so there's something very special mm. about being able to do something that you've been working so hard to be good at yeah. and getting compensated for it. Yeah. So whatever you do, don't ma no matter how weird is your thing, because I, I can assure you another thing, there's a market for anything, you know, for coasters, for videos, for branding, for design, for lobsters. There's, a, there's <laughs> literally a market for anything. So find your market. And if you think like, oh, I just don't know what I'm passionate about. That's the classic excuse a lot of people love to use. I'm telling you, you know, you just haven't discovered yet. When you guys talk about purpose, just closing with that, that I've mentioned to you, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew it. I, I knew what I'm, what's the vision and all these things. I just didn't, I wasn't able to articulate it clearly. And you guys, and that's why I've, I've, I've told you guys many times now, I think this podcast will be very valuable to a lot of people. Not right now, because we, 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 the time is just not right. That's it. We're just working, putting the foundation and everything. Eventually we'll get there. As long as we don't stop, we'll get there. But you guys have so much value to provide to people. And I'm not joking. I, I have no need to say this. You know, like and I've told you many times, the Sabbaticals podcast is a great podcast. The Purpose podcast is a great podcast. There's so many episodes that you can get so much value out of the things, especially if you're an entrepreneur, or if you're a creative person or, or you have a business, you should listen to these guys because they know what they're doing and they, they have a lot of nuggets that they, they can provide. The Purpose one, was what's changing for me? I was like, oh, that's right. 
I haven't articulated that. I need to be clear with that for other people because I know what it is, mm. but I need to put it on paper for people to understand. And whoever is coming on the team need, needs to clearly understand what we're doing here, yeah. what we're trying to accomplish. So the big thing, define, have a, a, a clear purpose, mission, vision, you know, and whatever all the recommendation you guys have, I will take because <laughs> I believe you. It, it, it makes such a big difference when you sit on the table and you're clearly able to articulate what what's your purpose? What are you doing? Yeah. You know, the, instead of going like, well, look, I'm passionate about this. Uh, no, this is exactly what I do. And this is how I can help you. You know, that. so um, like Very I said, there's cool. so much value here. And I think you guys, please keep going. Like I told you, and I'm happy that I'm able to be working with you guys. We, Let's see. You uh, take our recommendation and we take yours. So, you know, whatever you say, we, we do too. So. <laughs> That's it, coach. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And, and the, again, reputation. I built a reputation with, with both of you to being like, oh, okay, when he says we need to improve X or Y from the podcast or this is it, Everything we gets do it straight away, don't we? Yeah. We get onto so, it. <laughs> I'm, I'm very proud of you guys, and I'm very excited to see where this podcast goes. Because I'm telling you, there's nothing to lose here. There's absolutely nothing to lose here. Even if no one listens to this podcast, you will develop better conversation skills. You will understand how to have a better conversation with another human. You will understand how to deal with a guest and get the best out of someone that you're meeting maybe for a few seconds. You know, so you will learn from other people. You will learn from both of you because even though you think you know each other so well, I'm telling you, you will learn more about each other when you have conversations with no distractions. Nowadays, mm. we have so many things distracting mm. us. It's very rare that we are talking for almost two hours with no distractions. Well, it's two no, hours. No phones or anything. You know, so that's, yeah. that's very True. scarce these days. So please keep doing the podcast because I'm, I'm very excited to see where, where you guys get to it with it. We will. And um, I'm looking forward to whenever you're like, I don't know what episode it will be, but you'll be back on the show at some <laughs> stage and we'll be talking and it'll be amazing to see where we've come from from now for all of us to wherever that, that, yeah. next, that next episode is. You see, is. That, that's going to be very exciting. Because yes. like, you remember when we talked about all this stuff? This is episode 11? Yeah. All right. What are we at now, you know? And where, yeah. where are we at with our lives and our, our businesses and, and, you know, our dreams? So exactly right. looking forward to it. Yeah. Thank you, Nelson. My pleasure. Thanks, Nelson. Us. Us, yes. <laughs> so, uh, wow, okay, what an episode, almost two hours. Um, thanks for listening for all those who've been tuning in. Uh, Design on Purpose, you can, well, I don't know where you're watching it right now, but it's available on YouTube, on Spotify. Uh, check us out on TikTok at Design on Purpose. Check us out on Instagram at Design on Purpose to where we share all the reels, the best of little clips of each episode, all the little golden nuggets, little gems, and uh we also are doing, um, as Wordplay, uh, where we're doing an open studio every Friday morning, 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on LinkedIn, uh, where we go live and give people the opportunity to ask us any questions they may have around business or branding or life in general. Um, we also, you can come on the show as a, as a guest as well, um, like we did this morning with Alyssa and, and get, go deeper on your business and have a conversation around that and kind of get to the, you know, get some, get some insights around the challenges that you're facing. That's Friday mornings. What else is there, Ricks? We've got the Telegram. So any bit of content that we've been creating, we've just been like posting on the Telegram thread so you can kind of see it all synced there. Yep. Yeah. 
Yep. So Telegram, WordPlay Studio, yeah. Instagram, WordPlay Studio, LinkedIn, WordPlay Studio. And also we're going to be posting on WordPlay Studio's YouTube again too with the LinkedIn oh, lives, yeah, the LinkedIn won't we? Lives, All the yeah. questions. So content, content, content. We're going for it. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Design on Purpose. Catch you next time.